All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast powered by our friends over at X2 Power. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Eichbrett, and uh, I am riding solo tonight. We have no guests. Uh, Andy is not with me. The Bills are playing tonight. So Andy, of course, has taken the night off. Um, We're supposed to have Matthew Scotch on tonight, but he very last minute was invited to go down to Mexico to fish. I believe it's the Pan American Games that are going on down there. Uh, So good luck to Matt. We're going to have him back on the show here soon to talk about his uh, wild tournament of, of champions happening where he basically on the last day had to fish completely naked. Um, I'll leave you guys with that. Uh, but that's going to be a fun story. It's going to be fun to get him on because he's actually a dang hammer. Uh, he guides out of the kayak down in Texas. Um, so some cool stories, some cool knowledge uh, and stuff that we can share with you guys when he comes back, hopefully after a successful trip in Mexico and get him on the show and uh, talk about all that jazz. But today's episode is not going to be our typical, you know, one hour long ordeal. Um with Matt having to cancel last minute, I still wanted to put out a show for you guys because after this past fall of being super inconsistent of me out on the road and missing shows, I think I owed you guys an episode and not uh, to miss another Friday. And uh, I, I really wanted to say thank you to everybody that stayed consistent throughout the year uh, with us and, and being you know constantly there and listening and supporting. Um, you guys are incredible. You guys are amazing. We appreciate you. And uh, we hope to have some things in order here soon, such as apparel, to give back to you guys. Um, one thing I will note, too, for folks that are listening or sorry, watching on YouTube is we now have YouTube memberships. Uh, it's just kind of an ordeal where there's certain packages you could do. You can start at the baseline. There's like three different packages. One's just you know a support, just to support. There really isn't much to it beyond some, you know, fan badges and stuff like that. But um, the other ones actually have some some cool stuff in it. Whereas if you guys uh, listened to our last episode, which we did with Steve Barden on on Tuesday, which dropped MP3-wise on uh, Wednesday, Steve Barden is a fisheries biologist. That episode was sick. You guys need to go back and listen to that. One thing we mentioned is we're very, very, very close, like 95% uh, from uh, having our apparel site launching which means you guys can get uh, Serious Angler merch, Fist from the Bass Boat merch, Lure Lab merch. Um, that is all included in there uh, from T-shirts to hoodies to uh, we're working on getting hats. Hats might be a little bit later because uh, we're trying to make sure, obviously, the hats are good. You know, get some Richardson's, like legit hats, not, you know, your crappy um, third-party, you know, crappy hats, basically. Um we're going to have a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, so what I'm saying, getting back to the memberships, is those second two Echelon memberships gives you a decent percentage off of apparel if you purchase those memberships. And this is not us asking for you guys to do that. This is just us saying, if you're feeling generous, by all means, those are there for you to go through and, and take advantage of and you get a big chunk off of apparel if you want to get some serious angler merch, which are, we are going to have some serious dangler and yes, I said dangler with a D in front of angler that we do as kind of like our fun lifestyle, uh, you know, side, our fun episodes on this are not so serious episodes. Uh, we're going to be having a whole lifestyle brand uh, coming out with serious dangler. I'm actually kind of announcing this right now. Um, we're going to have some fun themed uh, hoodies and shirts throughout the year 
that you guys can take advantage of. We're gonna have some, we're gonna have somebody that's gonna be working on artwork uh, and making some fun stuff for you guys to take advantage of. They're pretty dang cool. Um, so we're excited to put those out. Those will probably come later uh, into 2023, probably springtime, uh, 2023. Um, so only a few months away, but uh, we're excited for that. And one thing too about the the YouTube membership is there even is like one-on-one lake breakdowns where. Uh, if you guys want to chat with us about a specific body of water that you want help breaking down uh, and you want us to go walk through it, or you have industry advice that you'd like from, you know, Deacon or myself, or have guide questions for Andy, um, not that you can't reach out over uh, social media and such, but this is another way for uh, to really get time where we're going to take it. It's just us on, you know, StreamYard, the service that we use here and go through and with a Q&A and some uh, one-on-one time with you guys. So if you're interested in that, those options are there. I didn't mean for that to be so drawn out. But today's episode, I wanted to get into, uh, like I said, I wanted to make sure there's an episode for Friday and give you guys some more content from us. But I didn't I didn't want it to be just mumbo-jumbo, like I've kind of been doing for the past five minutes. Um, I wanted it to be meaningful. Uh, and, and by saying that, what I'm going to be talking about is embracing the suck, which you hear about a lot, but also knowing that with, with a lot of good, there always is always a negative. There always is a downfall. There's always a bad typically. And where I'm applying that to in fishing is you might have a long streak of doing well, and then you might suck, whether that is fun fishing, whether that's tournaments or whether that's life. And that's what I'm going to talk about today because I'm applying this to my tournament season, uh, which was amazing for me this past year, but sucked at the very end and the most important event of the year. Um, and we're going to talk about that and how to rebound, which is kind of where I'm, I'm going. I'm in the process of rebounding that right now, being that, you know, we're basically a month, a month away from half a month, three quarters of a month away past that tournament. Um, and I feel like I'm in a mental place right now to be able to speak on this, uh, going into next season. Um, so basically what happened was this past year tournament wise had a great year. Um, one angler of the year locally, uh, first year on Hobie BOS, which is the biggest national kayak trail, uh, in the country. Um, and got, I was 10th overall angler, uh, and angler year standings going into the Hobie tournament champions, which is top 50 championship, uh, won an event, I was riding at the highest of highs. And we talk about this. And if you if you watch my YouTube channel, you know I talk about it a lot. Fishing is the highest of highs, lowest of lows. There really is not too much middle ground. You're either riding a high or you're trying to kick back from a low. And so I was riding the highest of highs this past season um, and going into the biggest and last event of the year with $45,000 for first place, hundred grand total payout, uh, the best anglers in the country, I sucked. I didn't get a limit on day one. I only had one fish on day two, which was a three-day tournament, and I ended up driving home on day two, if that tells you anything. Um, and really quite, uh, really fast, I talked about it in my tournament video. If you haven't watched my tournament video, um, I will say, obviously, it doesn't sound like the most exciting thing, but I highly encourage you to watch it because we talked about some important stuff in there. And I will link that down below. If you're not subscribed to my personal YouTube channel, which is all my tournament videos, fun fishing videos, and you want some fishing content, I encourage you to go there. Links in the description on both MP3 and YouTube. Um, 
But I, I, t I, I left on day two. And actually, I drove 19 hours home. Like, literally, the, the moment I got off the water, drove silent. Basically, did not turn the radio on for 19 hours. Thinking about what I had done. And I, I, uh, I'm going to get into this. And there's a reason for me explaining this in a second. But drove 19 hours home. Didn't fish day three. Um, if there was any sort of value in fishing day three, I would have stayed. Um, but somebody already had like basically a 24 inch, which is a mega giant. Uh, so the really, the chances of big bass were very, very slim. Uh, and at best case scenario, all I'm doing is getting in the way of people that had an, uh, an opportunity to do really well in that tournament. And it didn't feel right for me who had no stake in an event to go out and take up water for somebody that really had an opportunity to make hay on day three. So that's why I left. Uh, I didn't view that as quitting. I viewed that as the right decision, decision to make on behalf of the other competitors and being fair. Um, so the reason I talked about making that drive home is I heard this rule and, um, basically that after bad tournaments, I can't recall who it was, um, but they are a pro angler, whether it was, I can't remember if they're on the BPT or elites, but it was a few years back. Basically they give themselves one day, one day to be pissed about it. And then after that, you're not you you have to cut the crap and look back on that event and look at it from the scope of what can I learn from this? And I think this is the most crucial part to getting out of a slump, getting out of, you know, bouncing back from a negative, turning it into a positive thing. This is the most crucial part because it's, it's mental. We talk about it all the time on the show. Fishing is 100% mental. And I gave myself one day to be pissed. I literally drove, like I said, 19 hours silent barely not honest i'll be beyond my fiance and like my mom and dad i didn't talk to anybody on the phone either i apologize to friends i might you know i might have talked to andy or forrest for a few minutes but i think they kind of got the gist that <laughs> i was pretty pissed at myself um gave myself that 24 hours to be mad but after that what i did before even starting to edit uh i think this has really helped me even only coming off a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously when I say you give yourself a day to be pissed, you give yourself a day to be really mad at yourself, let the emotions out, obviously do it maturely um, and with no eyes on you, however it means necessary and not damaging, but uh, you can still, I think there's still something to be said about being mad at it and using that as fuel, but we'll get to that. I got home Gave myself that Sunday because I literally, so I drove from the moment I got off the water home, maybe stopped once to sleep for an hour or two and took that rest of that Sunday, which was like a 10 a.m. till whenever to relax, put the phone away. Um, I, I kept tabs on who was winning and stuff, cheering on Brian and, and such, who was smoked everybody. Um, but took that day to just clear the head. Get away from the phone, get away from everything, spend time with the fiance, relax, don't worry about anything. And that next week into the weekend, uh, what I really tried to focus on was looking at uh, amidst, you know, editing the travel video and everything was try to go look at the tournament footage. And between that and my own recollection, Try to fill in some gaps. And actually, I, I took notes. I'll, I mean, I'll have to find my uh, my note page here. 
where I actually I took notes going through footage. Obviously, it's a lot of dead space, but between that and going through my own head of the decisions I made, my emotions in those current states, and then seeing, you know, the video of how fast was I fishing? You know, how how fast was I dragging that worm where I should have been crawling it? You know, things along those lines. I was using that as a guide to help me look back and recap my own performance, taking notes. And that is something that is, we're going to get to in a second, I think is important. You don't have to like write notes out. I'm just, was kind of OCD about it. It, it. it can teach you valuable lessons. And I think from an angler standpoint, this doesn't have to be applicable to tournaments. I mean, if you have bad, bad days in the water, this could be applicable to even to fun fishing, where if you don't catch anything, there's reasons why, it's good to go over and back and review footage uh, and you can take notes on it, whether it's mental or on paper, doesn't matter. Um, went through, evaluated my footage, went through my decision makings, and I kind of highlighted throughout day one and day two, I went and I made, what were the biggest decisions that I made? What were the adjustments that I made? Uh, and if I, and then what I did uh, below that was, uh, before uh, below those decisions was, was this the right decision? If so, why? If not, why? Uh, and why is this, why was this adjustment not the right one at the time? What uh, variables were going on at the time, uh, of that, you know, that decision that was either wrong or right going based, based on my own, um, knowledge is what I'm trying to get at. But what I, what I noticed was I, I explained it in the tournament video, but the beginning of the tournament, I started next to um, another competitor that I'm friends with and kind of got into my non-tournament mindset, which is very focused, dialed in, not letting other things distract me besides what is going on around me. And kind of like the fact that we were fishing right next to each other was put me in a, a, like a fishing for fun, fishing with friends type of mindset, which I think led me to this spiral for the tournament. Uh, it didn't have me as focused mentally, didn't have me as sharp, uh, and I wasn't as receptive to the different information that was coming in visually, audibly, and what was happening um, throughout the day from a weather standpoint, from my baits to, you know, really trying to feel the the edges of grass and such with the worm and the chatterbait to make sure that I'm making those those right movements, they're at the right speed of the bait presentation, that type of thing. I wasn't I wasn't dialed into that. I think that's one of the things I noticed and I could take that from acknowledging that I could go through my footage and then see where the, why that specific uh, decision or specific uh, mindset made me to make these wrong decisions. Um, and this is like way, way in depth. You definitely don't need to go this far. This is just me and my overly competitive mindset, really trying to rack in on what went wrong. Um but I think it, overall, it is really good to, if, you, if you're dedicated to the sport and you really want to make improvements, whether what's, again, from fun fishing or tournament-wise, or even if you're a guide, you have a bad guide trip and you want to you know bounce back to why you can't find your own fish in your home water, I think it's good to take a day to forget, um, forget everything, and then come back to it with a clear mind. And run through that day again. When when you when you've had your emotions in check, everything's leveled out, and you're back to your clear space to go through the decisions you made, the course of the day, 
uh, and see where you might have made the wrong turn. Or looking at what you tried, look at those variables, and that'll give you something different to basically, what do you call it? Uh, there's like a, I'm forgetting the term, like when you have a multiple choice test that you can, that you cross off the answers you know aren't correct, uh, aren't, good gosh, I'm mixing correct and right in the same word, uh, when that you aren't, that aren't correct, and that gives you less options to choose from to evaluate it helps you kind of like narrow down what the options could be that can, it can help you lead to that. And these aren't like a guide to go do exactly that. But it's what it's going to do is the information that you come up with after evaluating all that kind of stuff, from a mental standpoint and taking notes, et cetera, is the next time you get to a situation that you're mentally starting to fall into that same mindset it's going to help you better reevaluate and adjust and, and reset to then go back to where you need to be in making the right decisions. And it might not still be the correct decision, but it might be something to get you back on the right path and get you close to where you need to be versus completely tanking and falling into a blazing ball of fire, which is exactly what happened to me. Uh, I was completely spinning uh, by noon on day one when I didn't have a limit. I had four fish in the first hour. So I went another seven hours without catching a single bass that was over 12 inches. So th there's multiple things that, that play into it. But when you're, when you're in a slump and you have a bad event, you, you take that day. For some people, you might need to do two days. And that's perfectly fine. It might need to be a week. But it's regardless, it's important to make sure that you try your best to forget, get yourself back to a clean, uh, clean slate to try to evaluate what happened. And then what you do is you forget the emotions. You don't forget the event. You forget the emotions. You look back on the event, you evaluate, you determine what you went wrong, what decisions you made, find the learning lessons in there, take those key pieces of it, and always remember those. So it's basically you're, you're nitpicking from this tree. So you have like this base of this tree, right? With all these different stems going off, these different things you're noticing. But at the very top, there's going to be small, very, very important pieces that you're going to take from that. Cherry pick those, take them off, and that's what you keep with you. The rest of it, you throw in the dumpster. The rest is history. But those very important pieces that you learned, it could be one thing, it could be 10. It, those are the things that you need to keep with you as you move forward as an angler, Again, whether fun fishing, tournament fishing, guiding, that make a big difference as you progress in your tournament career or just as, as in life as you try to be better at bass fishing, walleye fishing, doesn't matter what it is. And that is what the, the course I am trying to take here. I have evaluated, I've, I've highlighted where I went wrong. I've highlighted what decisions I should have made when those things happened. Uh, there was a moment where I was getting those bites where I had those four bites right away. And I had, I had one good one too. And this pop-up storm came out of nowhere that wasn't on the radar. Uh, and it was, it was, it was gusting wind. And I decided, Hey, with this wind, I need to go to my grass spot thinking that that was going to be where it was going to go down. Obviously didn't end up going down. Whereas I should have said, Hey, I'm getting bites here. We just got more wind. The front's coming through. There's fish here. I was seeing fish, and I decided to leave. I should have been like, hey, 
I don't have my limit right now. I'm getting my fish here. Let's stay at least for one more bite. That should have been the mindset before making that chance to go on to a later day pattern that wasn't even there for me at the beginning. Like the end of the day, that pattern wasn't there for me. Where these pads was a mix of pads and hydrilla that I was catching them early. Should have stayed. That's just a, a prime example of kind of what I'm trying to get at here. But there's multiple ways to try to get out of this. And, and there's much, uh, a few different things that you can do to uh, further evaluate and to progress, uh, you know, to come the next time. Um, and regardless, stuff like this, while it sucks in the, the time being, is always a good thing moving forward. Because you're going to, if you, if you play your cards right, and you're able to evaluate with a clear mind and not just let emotions hold you for forever, basically, you're able to then use that as a learning lesson for the next time you're in that situation. And that's really where you're going to capitalize and improve when you're in that next situation, that next opportunity that arises where everything doesn't go your way and you need to, you're forced to make an adjustment this helps you further dial in that decision-making process that becomes more efficient, more precise, more accurate, and typically is going to lead to better results more often than not. Your ratio is going to be much tighter in terms of if you stay in that bad mindset, you might make one right decision at, and not when you're not learning from it, but the more you learn from it, the more right decisions you're going to make if that makes any sense. So in the grand scheme of things, if you're going to stay negative, if you're allowing the negative to stick with you, you're going to keep on making those negative decisions. You're going to keep having those days where you suck, keep happening. And those days are always going to be there regardless, but you're going to be able to bounce back faster from these. If you are able to remove the negative, uh, find those highlighted points to stick with you. And that makes you so much better and so much more dangerous, especially when it comes to uh, tournament fishing, because 1000% of it, it comes down to decision-making. Uh, even if it's like a spot deal, like the, like Brian had to win this event, his decision-making to, Hey, the fish are here. I probably shouldn't leave this the entire tournament, which he didn't, if anything, only a hundred yards away. That was a, the correct decision. So, whereas sometimes you might hit that spot and they might shut off for a little bit. One thing I noticed, one thing he mentioned, I noticed he did as well as talking to Nolan who shared this with him, uh, Nolan Miner, who I stayed with for this event, um, was that these fish would fire, they'd turn off. And if you haven't gone through a, a, a window bite like that, you might be like, all right, they're turned off. I'm going to go run my other stuff for the rest of the day and never come back. They would turn off for a little bit. They leave for maybe 10, 15 minutes and come back and they'd be ready to go again. And there's a lot of fish there. But if you don't, if you decide, you know, if that's that first time where you leave and you don't come back to those fish and you don't take the time to acknowledge, hey, these fish might have been reloading. Next time I'm in it, I need to experiment coming back and seeing how fast a certain group of fish will reload. You don't know that until you actually take the time to evaluate this process. So I might be kind of spinning my words in circles here, but I'm hoping this is all making sense to people 
Um, because I have friends that fish tournaments. I have friends that just fish in general that find themselves spinning um, and can never find their way out of it. And they come up in the same situation again and still make the same decision they did the first time because they didn't take the time to clear their mind and evaluate what went wrong and apply that into the next opportunity to make a decision like that, make to make that adjustment. So that was kind of my whole goal of, of this episode today. That, that was primarily it. I wanted to get that off my chest. I wanted to talk about it with you guys because I thought it was important. I did, and I'm kind of glad that it happened this way because I, did, I wanted to talk about this, but I didn't want to shove my way into an episode, especially if we had a guest on. Uh, to try and talk about this because, I mean, I'm still rambling 25 minutes in here. Um, I don't want to shove it into, uh, you know, selfishly into an episode. So I'm kind of glad to have this window, have this platform here to talk about it. If you agree with me, um, I would love to hear if you have any additional points on this subject, whether it's on YouTube comments or on social, we make posts about it. Um, if you disagree, same thing. I love to to chat about this because, this is something I am constantly learning, um, and I think it would be really good to have a conversation about this because I'd love to learn more from you if you think I'm thinking about it wrong or if there's something to add on to it or there might be a keynote that I'm missing. Again, love to discuss this. Um, if, if it's something that you have, I mean, I would love to even make another show, like a full episode about this specific thing and discuss this on a roundtable. That'd be pretty cool. Excuse my squeak here. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Good grief. But I hope everyone uh, has a great weekend. Again, like I mentioned, this is a super quick episode right now uh, for today on a Friday. Uh, as we're getting into winter, we're going to have more shows coming. We have bigger, bigger news coming for 2023 that we are really excited about. A lot of background work. I'm hoping before the new year we'll have that apparel site up and running. So, and I'm excited for you guys to take advantage of it. Um, if you haven't already, please give this show a rating and review. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us get shown more to more folks. I mean, more folks we teach about bass fishing, the better the sport grows, and it all comes full circle. So, appreciate all of you guys i hope you guys have a great weekend for those that have open water i hope you guys are fishing uh if you're hunting shoot straight hope you guys put some meat in the freezer if you're on the ice uh fishing i'm sorry for you but uh, still have a great time stay safe this weekend i appreciate all of you guys and uh we will see you actually on tuesday uh tuesday's episode let me get my guest list up here for you guys what's coming up quick really fast Next Tuesday, we are having Brent Ayler on Tuesday Night Live. Um, that's going to be a really fun episode with Brent. And then next Thursday, I shouldn't say, well, we're recording next, next Friday's episode, excuse me, uh, Jordan Marshall, who is the 2021 Hobie BOS Angler of the Year. Dang hammer on the kayak side. Uh, you guys can learn a lot from him. We're going to get him on the show. And then the Tuesday following on the 13th, we're having Fletcher Shryock on the on the uh, Tuesday Night Live. So, lots to look forward to. Going to be a fun few weeks. We have more guests coming. Some big guests that we're trying to to schedule here. We're trying to get the next whole month planned out for you guys. And again, I forgot to note this actually in the introduction. Uh, we are starting a Serious Angler newsletter. 
that'll go out every, uh, I think it's going to be every Monday morning. Uh, if you want to be on that, basically what it is, is you're going to get the whole prelude to what the episodes are going to be throughout that week. What business for the basketball is going to be on Monday, what the Tuesday night live is going to be, which is posted Wednesday morning for MV3. What Friday's episode is going to be, um, you're going to get a, a, a sneak peek to that, what that is, what it's going to be about. And then it'll have you so, uh, some different apparel options at the bottom and such. Maybe some different news things that we've seen, some topic discussions. Um, but basically, if you want in on that newsletter, either uh, email us or reach out over social with your email. Uh, and we'll add you to that list. Uh, and you'll start getting these newsletters here in the next coming weeks. So that is all I have for you guys. Again, appreciate you all. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next week. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you like some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Searsanga fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.